Hello, everybody. We are back with a new episode, and we are talking about FDA approved over the counter birth control today. So, really hot topic, and we're excited to dive into it. But we're really excited to be back with you guys this week. Yeah, our lives have been kind of crazy, it feels like. We've had a lot going on and a lot of new changes. Mm -hmm. So, we're excited to catch up with you guys. Hopefully, Your guys' summer has been good. I know it's kind of wrapping up. We're transitioning a little bit into fall. I know. It's weird. It is weird. But It's like back to school already. Definitely. I know. (laughs) But I am ready for fall just because I'm ready for a new season, new routines, right? It's always for the better. I am not (laughs) because I I just – I want it to be endless summer. But I get what you're saying, like – when the weather starts to change to fall, that's, like, the best. And it is, like, okay, like, new season of me, you know? Right. I get that. And summer this year has just been stressful for me because I feel like it's been there's so many things that I want to do. And I have this growing list of, like, things that I see on social media. And I'm like, I want to do that. That looks so fun. And then I just never get to it because I am a person and I have a job. And right. <laughs> We have a podcast and mm-hmm. we're busy. This is like the first summer of my life where I genuinely like am looking back and I'm like, where did the time go? Because there were, we were so busy. I like know. it was a good summer. We did a lot of stuff and it was super fun. But like literally I'm looking back and I'm like, what even happened? I know. Totally. And I've never felt like that before. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. But it was a good summer. It was a really good summer. Mm -hmm. But I am looking forward to, I think, like, settling more into routine now that we've moved and that's over with. Mm -hmm. And now that I'm settling into my new job and my new schedule of, like, I can go do things after work during the week. So I want to prioritize that in my life. Mm -hmm. And we have the same schedule now, so we can do it together. I know. I love it. I literally love, like, that I get to see you. Because I go to bed early, and so you would be, like, coming home, and I w- it would basically be like, hey, how was your day? And then I would go to bed. Exactly. So I love that, like, there's time. Like, we can eat dinner. We can watch a show. We can just, like, hang out. We could work on podcast stuff together. So anyways, yeah, I do like it. I like your new schedule, and I feel, like, settled. I do, too. And I'm ready for the heat to go away. I'm done with it. I'm not. I just, I, I hate winter. Like, I know. And did you see Farmer's Almanac came out and was like, it's going to be such a cold winter for Colorado. I'm mm-hmm. like, no, I hate the snow. Like, I need to get out of here. No, literally. I hate the cold weather. So I'm not ready for that. I'm ready for oh. sweater weather. Me too. I Because we can do like cozy things. Yes. I love those vibes. And I'm ready for pumpkin spice season at Starbucks. Like, I need these things in my life. Yeah. No, I I feel that. I'm ready for that too. But yeah, I'm not ready for winter. Like I can't, I can't, I can't comprehend it right now. I can't think about it. Okay. We're pushing it out. We're we're pushing it out of our minds. (laughs) It's not happening. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I want to recap a little bit of my Chicago trip a couple weekends ago. Um, but I went to Chicago with one of our friends who's from there and we went to Lollapalooza. It was my first music festival that I have ever gone to. It was super fun. We saw Lana Del Rey as the headliner. Ooh. Oh, we saw, so we were, because, um, like, when you go to a music festival, like, you just kind of pick who you see, right? Yeah. And so we were, where were we? 
Oh, we were at Joey Badass, and he brought out Chance the Rapper. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, it was crazy. he's from there, right? Yeah, he's from there. Okay. So people were, like, kind of clearing out. The show was, like, ending soon. And all of a sudden, he's like, I've got some friends from Chicago. (laughs) And so everyone was like, who is he bringing out? So then he brings out Chance the Rapper. And at first, me and Jenny were like, who? Like, it it was insane. Mm -hmm. Like, Like, it was so chaotic. And then he comes out and everyone freaking rushes to the stage and I tried to FaceTime you because I know you like him Mm -hmm. it didn't go through but it was so fun yeah no I should start listening to him again because I used to be like obsessed with him. yeah you went through a phase I did yeah but he has good music he has really good music he has a really good like like singing voice too like he has a really pretty singing voice but that is so fun it was so cool it was so unexpected Mm mm-hmm did you like the music festival vibe? I did. Yeah. So we only went for one day and I was thinking two days would be good. Mm-hmm. Three days is a bit much, I think. Because even after one day, we were both so tired. Yeah. I could see like two days being good. Yeah. Because then you take like a day before to travel and then a day before to travel back exactly. or a day, a day after. Yeah. So that's already like four days, you know? Yeah. That's fun, though. I want to go next year. We'll go. We'll go next year. It looked so cool because I was, of course, I was seeing, like, videos and pictures everywhere. And, like, with, like, the Chicago skyline in the background, like, I was like, it is in the city. It was such a vibe. Like, that is so cool. Yeah. So, fun. Yeah, we'll go next year. But anyway, that was a fun highlight of my summer. And the other thing we have coming up is Yen on Fire. So we just want to remind you guys to look into it get your tickets. We're going to be teaching two workshops that we are planning and so excited yeah, for. Yeah, guys, they're going to be fun. I'm thinking like it's going to be healing for me. I know. <laughs> like this well, is going to be really good. That's the thing. Like there's like over a hundred workshop presenters and it's a three-day thing. And so like, you know, we're teaching two, which is like an hour each, but they're on the Friday. Mm-hmm. And then literally we have all the other days and all the other time to just like go to these other healing workshops. There's like um, sexual healing workshops. There's like yoga. There's horse therapy. Yeah, I'm excited There's for that. sound bowls, meditation, like like literally everything. And there were also other things. I want to check the schedule again because I remember how excited we were. Mm-hmm. We were um, circling the ones that we wanted uh-huh. to go to. But there were some that I was like, I would never expect that to be there. But mm-hmm. I am so interested in that. Yeah. So definitely go look at it. We'll put the link in our show notes for tickets and for information. So you guys can go kind of check out what you would be interested in and what would be more most healing for you. Mm-hmm. And if you guys do end up going, so you have to tell us because we're going to have a campsite with um, two of our aunts that we had on the podcast, Aubrey and Holly. And... As you guys know from listening to their episodes, they're so amazing and so fun. So we'll have a campsite with them. We want to like make it pink and make it fun and just like you'll be able to know it's us. Yeah. And so like we want to like get to know you guys and we want to camp with you guys and just like have fun and literally like we can go to workshops together and just experience this all together. So if whenever you guys end up buying your tickets, DM us so that we can save a spot for you at the campsite and it'll just be so fun. Yes. And another thing to get you excited, 
I'm so excited for Holly's workshops. Yes. One of them, she's doing ecstatic dance. Yes. Which she has described to us as you just move. Mm-hmm. You move your body however feels good to the beat, to the rhythm. There's no judgment. It's a safe space. I think that's on the main stage. Oh. So like it's like with everyone. Oh, it'll be so fun. I'm so excited because she is so fun. And like – um she's done ecstatic dance before like with mom Mm -hmm. um for like a video thing and like literally I'm so excited to just move and she just makes everyone feel so comfortable and like so she's so fun so I'm like so excited for that I cannot wait so like Haley was saying just let us know when you buy your tickets and we will coordinate (laughs) yeah I will save a spot for you so definitely consider going Mm -hmm. it'll be a really good experience it will definitely Before we get into our feminist highlight, I just want to remind everybody to go leave a rating and a review for the show. It means a lot to us. And when we read your guys' reviews, we're like, oh, that's really nice. Like, it just means a lot. And especially if you listen every week, then just take a minute and just leave us a review. Let people know that you're enjoying the show. Leaving a rating or review or even like sharing an episode that you enjoy on your story is like the biggest way that you could support us um and so like it really does mean a lot like the more ratings and reviews your show gets the more you get boosted up and so we put in a lot of work every week for you guys and we love doing it but it is really great to see those reviews so and also if you guys have topic ideas that you want us to talk about please let us know because we're always looking for input like we pick topics that we want to talk about Mm -hmm. and that we think you guys would enjoy And it does help when we get input from you guys. Like we had a listener write in and Mm -hmm. suggest a few topics Mm -hmm. and that kind of gives us guidelines as to what you guys are wanting to hear from us. Right. Yeah. So send us an email, uh, submit something on our website through the contact form, DM us. Literally. There's ways to reach us. Yeah. There's so many ways. You can DM us personally, like any way to reach us. (laughs) Yeah. We want to connect with you. So yeah. All right. We're going to get into the feminist highlight, and this week we're talking about Vandana Shiva. She's an eco-activist who speaks out against genetically modified crops, and she's a proponent of eco-feminism. She's quoted as saying, everything comes from the seed, but we have forgotten that the seed isn't a machine. Her life goal is to protect the world of its natural form, and according to The Guardian, she has worked to save forests, shut down polluting mines, expose the dangers of pesticides, gone up against powerful chemical corporations, and championed eco-feminism. She's the founder of Navdanya Research Foundation for Science, Technology, and Ecology, and is president of Navdanya International. She's a physicist who has also completed her PhD, and she has also authored several books. Wow. It made me want to do a part two part of two eco-feminism. eco-feminism. Yes. And I'm like, can we have you on? No, seriously. <laughs> we should. I am planning on reaching out because I loved our ecofeminism topic. It was one of our earliest Originals. episodes. So if you go back and listen, our audio is not going to be the best. It's going to be a little different format. Because we didn't even – we had lapel mics. Yeah. Like we were just starting. Yeah. And I think especially with like climate change and literally us baking every day in this <laughs> hot, hot world, yeah. ecofeminism is really important. Yeah. So we will keep that in mind and do a part two. And honestly, you slayed on that episode. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Like it was really good. So yeah, we we should definitely do a part two. That was so long ago. Bess, we started from like literally nothing. I know. We did. 
So that's actually really cool because it reminds me of a video I was watching this morning. Um, maybe I'll share it on the story actually, because it was really cool. And um, Kendrick sent it to me because I've been talking about how I want to like um, get into almost like witchy things, like the natural medicines, mm-hmm. like with like onions, you know, stuff like that, how you can like make concoctions of stuff. Um, but I was saying I want to grow some little countertop plants and just do all that. So he sent this to me and it was this guy talking about like how the earth provides everything. And so this, that quote about the seed that she was saying, he was saying like, you look at the core of a carrot and it looks like the iris of an eye. That's eye food. Like that helps your eyes. Interesting. Yeah. And he said, um, like a walnut, you look at the design of a walnut and then you look at like the brain and walnuts are really healthy for your brain and they look similar in shape. And so he was saying like, um, it's almost like the universe or God or mother nature or whatever created, um, these things with the, with the design to remind us of like how it will help us. That's really cool. I like that idea. Yeah. So it's reminding me of that because like, like she's saying, like, it all comes down to like the seed and it isn't a machine. Like it's natural. Mm-hmm. And all this stuff that we like put into our bodies is just so unnatural. I love that. Please send that video to me. I will. Have you ever been into an apothecary? No. I, I want to. I've been into a couple. There was one in Manitou Springs that I really like. Mm-hmm. So forever up there, mm-hmm. we'll go. But I it want is so to. cool because I love the witchy vibes. Yes. No, I want to get let's get into it. Okay. Because like I I've been doing a bunch of research on it and I'm like, why would we not do that? Because like I can't take medicine anyways. You don't really take medicine. Mm-hmm. Like you'll if you have a headache, you'll like, you know, pretty much tough it out. Um, but like imagine if we just use these natural things. And then growing plants is a different thing, but like we should like be reusing. Let's have a witchy journey. (laughs) Yes. Okay. I love that. I really love that. We need to get her on. We're going to take a quick break to talk about our sponsor, BetterHelp. It's 2023 and it's time to really prioritize our mental health this year. No matter where you are in life, everyone can benefit from therapy. Whether you need to work through trauma or just need a safe person to talk to, BetterHelp is here for you. BetterHelp is the world's largest online therapy service. Get matched with a professional licensed therapist in your state who you can trust. BetterHelp has options to communicate with your therapist via chat, email, or video, and you can message them at any time to get help. BetterHelp is giving our listeners 10% off if you sign up using the link in our show notes. If you're struggling with depression, anxiety, relationships, trauma, grief, or just need someone to talk to, try BetterHelp today by clicking the link in our show notes or go to betterhelp.com slash rtafpod to get 10% off today. We'll definitely reach out to her and get this going. Yes. I am so excited about today's topic because we are talking about the FDA's decision to approve the first over-the-counter oral contraceptive, and it's called Opil. And I'm going to also give some background as to oral contraceptives and some of the different options Mm -hmm. just to provide some context because as I was reading, I was like, wait, I'm getting myself confused. You know how that happens? Yeah. But this decision, I feel like is monumental, especially with the overturn of Roe v. Wade, especially with the overturn of Roe v. Wade last year. Yeah. This is expanding women's access to birth control, expanding women's reproductive health rights, and it's going to allow so many more women to practice safer sex, 
lower unintended pregnancy rates. There's so many good things that are going to come out of this. And this decision was made as of July 13th, 2023. So it's been a little over a month. It's called Opil, and it's expected to be available over the counter in early 2024. So we've still got a few months, but the decision has been made. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was wondering, like, is it available now? No. Okay. But it's been approved. Yes. So all of this information that I got is from certified sources like FDA.gov and Mayo Clinic because we want this to be informative and it's important to have the best information available to make the best choices for your health. Mm -hmm. And it's also like there can be a lot out there and birth control can be a confusing thing anyways. So this will be really good and informative. Yeah. Opil is a progestin only pill. And this is where I was going down the rabbit hole of what exactly does that mean? I thought I knew what it meant, but I actually didn't really. Yeah. A little background on what a progestin-only pill is. I'm going to mess that word up so many times. I just know it. It's okay. It's like literally hard. So there are two types of oral contraceptives. The combination pill, which has the hormones of progestin and estrogen. And then there's the the progestin-only pill, which is also referred to as the mini pill. Okay. The differences between these two, the combination pill prevents the ovaries from releasing an egg, which is also ovulation, Okay, as well as thickens the cervical mucus to slow sperm from reaching the egg. The combination pill is usually better at preventing pregnancy because, like it sounds, it's combination. There's like a double whammy there. Yeah. (laughs) The mini pill only thickens the cervical mucus, which slows the sperm. And sometimes suppresses ovulation. Uh, So I know I'm on like the combination pill. And I know that mom has told me before she got pregnant on the mini pill. Yes. So that does make sense. I mean, I'm sure you're not always going to get pregnant on the mini pill. But for like if you were wanting to like regulate your cycle or like do something else, I could see that being more helpful. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. The mini pill also... I mean, it depends on the person, but usually it has less side effects than the typical what we hear, like depression, mood swings, weight gain, acne, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. If you have any health concerns or health issues, I recommend you go talk to a doctor because there also might be things that you don't know about. Um, I recommend getting your family history for sure. When I first got on birth control, I just got on the pill. Mm-hmm. And then, cause I was like, I don't have anything. I have no health issues. Like I'm perfectly healthy. Mm-hmm. But then mom and I were talking and she was like, you need to go get tested for factor five Leiden, which is a blood clotting disorder that runs in the family and it's genetic yeah. and it runs in our family history. And so I was like, Oh my gosh, like I'm already taking it. What if I have it? So I went and got my blood tested. Everything was fine, but it's important to have all that information again, to make the best decisions for yourself. Right. So this is the one thing I was when I was talking to my boyfriend about this, like when the decision was made, I was like, this is amazing. But birth control, like, especially because like I've been on the pill for like six years or whatever. And birth control, like, it can be so like finicky. And you really do need, in my opinion, you really do need to talk to a doctor because you need to know if you have those medical issues and stuff. So I think this is a great decision. And if 
you just get it over the counter and that's what you do for the rest of your life, then that's your choice. But I feel like this is super helpful in the case of like, for example, when I got off the pill last year and then I needed to get back on, I like really needed something, but it took me a month to get an appointment at the doctor. And so it would have been nice for me to just go pick something up have a pill, have pills for that month while I was waiting and then get the specialized one for me. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And that's one of the pros is you don't have to wait for an appointment. You can just go get it. Right. Because while I agree with you, most people taking birth control are in our demographic and more often than not don't really have serious health issues that are going to be affected by birth control. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that's why I say get your family history. If you yourself have concerns and you're like, something is off with me, Mm -hmm. definitely go talk to a doctor. But like me, I was like, I'm fine. Yeah. I think it's different for me because I'm a medical mess. Yeah. But also like, um, it is beneficial to talk to a doctor if you like, let's say it's not working. Like my pill that I was on before was like causing major acne And so then they were able to change it. But yeah, like, but in the meantime, in the meantime, I could have had that, which would have been so helpful. Exactly. So this is an amazing thing. It's great. It's going to expand access for so many people. Mm -hmm. Let's get into some pros and cons, which we've kind of started talking about. But going along with not having to wait for an appointment, you also like don't have to take time off work to go get an appointment because a lot of people have to do that. You probably won't have to pay an office copay if you have a copay. You will, your refill time will be so much quicker because you can literally just go pick it up when you need. Yeah. There are also, as I alluded to, there's going to be less unintended pregnancies. And I was thinking too, that means better chances for better prenatal care. True. Because there's so many women that get pregnant and they don't know they're pregnant. Haven't you seen those TikToks where girls are like, everything I was doing when I was five months pregnant and didn't know? That's crazy. Yeah. You're also going to have less of a chance of missing your pills because you're not in between packs. Because mm-hmm. sometimes it takes a while and you have to plan ahead. Like my doctor prescribes them three months at a time. Yeah, that's nice. Because mine doesn't. Yeah. But then like Walgreens will just be like, your prescription is ready. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even have to refill. So like for me, it's super easy. But I've gone through where like, I miss a couple days because I don't have it because it's on the doctor. Exactly. That's how mine is. I don't normally miss but like, I'll have to go pick it up like literally the day before I need it. Like the my pill is my pack is gone. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, I need my doctor to refill this and they won't come back. Like, it is frustrating. So that's definitely a pro. I was thinking of another pro. Um, I wonder if there's going to be like an age limit. Oh, there's not. Everything I've read has said there's no age limit. Okay. I was going to say then for people who are sexually active, like let's say high schoolers and they don't want to talk to their parents, but they need something, they could go get that at least. Right. And so that will reduce the rate of teen pregnancy. Yeah. So that's a good thing. I want to talk about the cost a little bit because I feel like there's a pro and a con with this. We don't know how much it's going to cost yet. I'm hoping since it's over the counter and we're hoping to make it accessible for everyone, it's going to be affordable. According to Opel's manufacturer vice president, she was saying that even providing some women the pill at no cost might be an option. So we don't know how insurance is going to play into this. 
But even if you're uninsured, hopefully it's going to be affordable. At the end of the day, it's going to be way more accessible to so many people that feel uncomfortable going into the healthcare system because of racism, transphobia, like so many things that marginalized people are affected by when they're in the healthcare system. Yeah. So not having to go see a doctor is going to be great. Like, especially for transgender people, a lot of times you don't want to go talk to a doctor because you might feel discriminated against Mm -hmm. and people aren't super accepting of it in today's day and age. Mm -hmm. So just being able to walk up to a target pharmacy and be able to buy it over the counter is going to be so much better for so many people. Yeah. Some concerns, and we already talked about the health conditions. Um, I will say there are certain health conditions where your doctors will recommend the mini pill over the contra- the combination pill. Mm-hmm. So again, if you fall into that category, go talk to a doctor. Mm-hmm. Other than that, if you're a normal person, you live a fairly healthy lifestyle, you're going to be okay. Yeah. I'm not a doctor. That's my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> I I like do get nervous about that just because I do have medical issues. I know. So my default is always going to be talk to a doctor, but not everyone has that. Not everyone can do that. It's expensive. Even with insurance, like I'm paying $200 after insurance to go see my doctor for one appointment. So I would also recommend that there are the companies online that you can meet with a doctor super quick and they'll tell you what they recommend and you don't have to order through them. But maybe if they're like, yeah, the -the over-the-counter pill would be great for you. And that's Mm -hmm. like a free consultation. You don't have to have insurance. So that maybe like that could help too. That's a good recommendation. Yeah. Because you're still getting some medical advice. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. Like if you don't have any medical conditions, like nothing, like this is a great option for you. Right. There also are some drugs that interfere with oral contraceptives and doing research on this is so confusing because I feel like everyone has looked this up. We've all been on antibiotics yes. and some things you read and it's like, no, you're going to be fine. Some things is like use a backup method mm-hmm. or don't have sex period while you're on antibiotics. Yeah. So it's kind of confusing. you kind of got to do what's best for you, what you think. But I think if you're on any antibiotics or some anti-HIV drugs, some antifungal drugs, some anti-seizure drugs, Definitely seek medical advice. And if you're on those drugs anyways, you could always ask your doctor exactly. or whoever's prescribing, like, is this going to interact in any way? Exactly. I think that's always good to ask, mm-hmm. no matter what medications you're taking. Mm-hmm. If you have, like, any medical anxiety or, like, going to the doctor is something that's intimidating or scary for you... um. I would highly recommend listening to our episode um, with Andrea. She was the pelvic floor therapist, and she gave some really great advice for preparing for a doctor's appointment if you're nervous. And she said, like, write everything down beforehand. Write your questions so that you can just have the list of questions. So, like, if that was a question for you, like, I'm on these drugs. Is this going to affect it? Like, be sure to be an advocate for yourself. And there's ways that you can kind of reduce that anxiety because it is, it can be nerve wracking for sure. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. It's very overwhelming to go into the doctor or even if you're going to pick up Opel in February of next year, Mm -hmm. it can still be a little nerve wracking and that's okay. And you can talk to the pharmacist. They have like a pharmacist there for free consultations. Like 
just advocate for yourself because it's, it's your own health and you deserve that knowledge and information. Um, so you should feel empowered to ask those questions while you're going and getting your over-the-counter birth control. And you deserve to choose when you get pregnant. Mm-hmm. And this is a huge factor of that is picking the right birth control for you. And I'm really happy with this decision. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like good. the risk is much lower than how many people this is going to benefit. And it's a really great decision. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. I think this is good. I think it's a step forward. It's always good to see, especially after Roe v. Wade being overturned, um, some good news. I can definitely see that there's probably going to be states that like try and ban that or whatever. I don't know. But overall, I think this is a great thing. And um, I'm glad that we highlighted this and you did all the research because I was kind of like, what are the details, you know? And like, there's still, we can keep giving updates as it comes closer and stuff, but maybe even in February, we do like everything you need to know about getting your over-the-counter pill. Yeah. So as of right now, just to quickly recap, it's called O-Pill. It will be available early 2024. We do not know anything about cost yet, but there will be no age limit and it'll make everything much more accessible for you. Wonderful. So we're excited about that. Yay, go Opil. <laughs> Thank you, FDA. Yay. <laughs> That's the thing too. Like, there's so many people that tested Opil. Yeah. For the point for it to get to the point to be approved. By the FDA, yeah. So that is true. That's something I wasn't thinking about because the FDA doesn't just like approve things willy-nilly. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back next week with a brand new episode. Don't forget to share, rate, leave a review. Check out our show notes for all of our socials and how to connect with us. Bye guys.